What's good, Anchor listeners and podcast listeners? It's Sean, your favorite gadget geek and tech nerd here on Gadget Reason Radio. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, I had a fantastic weekend. Um, I think this is my favorite time of year. Uh, there's just so many things to like about this time of year. It's, uh, you know, here in Texas anyway, the heat is cooling off hopefully soon. So that's always a bonus. We have uh, obviously college football and NFL football are starting to be in like full swing. There's a, lots of great games on every weekend. Uh, we're also heading into MLB playoff time of year, which is one of my favorite times of year. I think MLB and NHL playoffs are kind of two i think they're two of the most exciting i don't know maybe they're not but I, I i really enjoy a really good mlb playoff game it seems like every pitch is just more exciting and uh, interesting um, there's a lots of little storylines that happen during the playoffs and of course you know my yankees are are looking to uh, make a decent playoff run this year so that has me looking up um, but um from a tech perspective though uh there's this is the time of year when everything kind of is going on right everybody's trying to get their their best foot forward get their best products out in time for the holiday shopping season so you know this is where we have the huge uh flood of the latest greatest smartphones getting released between now and you know mid-november um you know you have lots of uh, video game stuff happening there's just all kinds of really exciting tech stuff going on around this time of year so um you know, I've been reviewing the Essential phone for the past, I don't know, about two weeks now. I'm just about to wrap up my review and type that all, all together. So I'll have that for you guys here pretty quick. And um, But yeah, I think, you know, just this is just a really good time of year for tech stuff. So I thought I'd just uh, spend this episode talking a little bit about what my weekend looked like as far as tech goes. So let's see, where do I start? Um, so PS View. So I've been I've been without cable now for the better part of about um, really about two months, but I've been using exclusively PS View as my sort of cable replacement for about four weeks of that time, and uh, I gotta say it's still rocking strong. I, I'm really happy with it. Um, I've used it through my own uh, my television's built-in sort of uh, smart TV using a, a smart cast type of uh, deal with the remote from my TV which is a, a Vizio TV so it has like a basically an Android device as kind of the remote I've used it by casting from my smartphone I've used it on my iPad and my phone away from the house and uh, I've used it on my Apple TV uh, up in the bedroom and all all across the board uh, it works fine it I will say that there's a little inconsistency with the PS view apps so the user interface and the guide and, and all of the different uh, interface elements of PS View look completely different on an iOS device, an Android device, um, Apple TV, PS4, depending on what you're using it on, it looks very different. And some of them are better than others. So my favorite interface uh, so far is the PS4. And up until this weekend, I hadn't really used the PS4 because I would prefer not to leave my PS4 on for, you know, an entire day if I'm watching college football, for example. But I wanted to test it out because I have been experiencing some weird um, drops in image quality or some actual freezing when using my television as the casting device. And I decided to test it out with the with the PS4 because upstairs in the bedroom on the Apple TV, I don't have any issues. It plays perfectly smooth and the image quality actually looks better. Um, I would say it looks pretty close to on par with cable or satellite TV. I was kind of surprised that number one, the interface on the PS4 is the best 
interface. It has lots of things that are missing from the Android or iOS apps. Um, something simple like the, the touchpad on the PS4 remote control or the, or the uh, gamepad can be, you know, you press it and it brings up a little quick guide and the very first option. So if you just double tap the, uh, the touchpad twice, it does a last channel type of deal, which is something that I always use uh, on a cable remote or a satellite TV remote. And that's missing from the Android and iOS uh, interface. There's no, there's no way to quickly jump back and forth between two, you know, channels. And so um, little things like that, just the guide itself looks cleaner. The interface just looks nicer on the PS4 and the, the consistency of the quality was the best. I would say it's, it was on par with the Apple TV. It basically was perfectly smooth the entire all day Saturday and Sunday of watching college football and, and NFL on Red Zone. Um, no issues. It played perfectly smooth. I had no freezing, no image quality drops or anything like that. So definitely, uh, I don't know if that's a coincidence. I don't know if uh, PlayStation is doing something on the back end to ensure that PS4 customers are getting a better experience um, or if it just so happens that maybe my PS4 is getting a better Wi-Fi signal than um, than my TV. I have heard some people say that the Vizio M70D3, because it's such a large TV, and the Wi-Fi antenna apparently is pretty low down on the back, that the TV itself can block some of the Wi-Fi signal. And so it could just be that, but it definitely is worth mentioning that I am doing all of this over Wi-Fi. I don't have any one of these devices connected via an ethernet cable just because it's not convenient. So I think what I may end up doing is getting the 4K Apple TV as my basically my cable box for the living room and use that to um, to you know watch all of the content that I watch when I'm downstairs. I I don't um, I don't really think I want to leave my PS4 on for six seven eight hours at a time on a, on a weekend watching football. So um, although the interface is really nice, so I'm I'm not sure I want to give that up. But yeah, it, it you know. PS View, if you're looking to cut the cord, um, you know, I've tested pretty much all of the internet-based television services, and PS View has been really awesome, and it has all the features that I want. If you're a sports fan, um, you really can't argue with the sports packaging and offerings they have, and uh, there's really no channels that I can speak of right now that, that are missing that I really would want. So um, everything's all good, and I'm saving some money off what I was paying for cable. So win-win. So what else? Let's see. Uh, oh, lots of NBA 2K18 this weekend on the Nintendo Switch. So um, I think I've mentioned before, I have a PS4 Pro, an Xbox One S, uh, a full-fledged full gaming PC, and a Nintendo Switch, right? So I have pretty much every, every option at my disposal for how I could possibly play uh, NBA 2K18 or, or any NBA basketball, I guess, for that matter, for this season. And I chose the Nintendo Switch version because... Um, I just think I will play more and get better at the game if I can play it in little bite-sized chunks everywhere or if I can play it while I'm still using the television for something else, like watching football or something. Um, you know, and I did. I played it a lot more this weekend than I would have given all of the, the sports stuff that was going on. So watching college football and, um, you know, doing other things around the house and then, uh, you know, NFL obviously on Sunday, you know, I basically would have been monopolizing my television with, with sports and I probably wouldn't have played a whole lot of NBA 2K18 if it was on my PS4. And um, so I bought the Switch version. I, I kind of just bought it with uh, tempered expectations. I wasn't sure what to think. And uh, I got to say, it is, it's incredible. I mean, playing NBA 2K18 on the Nintendo Switch in portable mode, I think you'd be hard pressed to tell if you were to, if you were to play the PS4 Pro version, let's say, but on a little, you know, 
five and a half inch or six inch or seven inch screen, I would I would be willing to bet you probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference because I just don't think you'd be able to see the details that are present in in the you know the full size PS4 or PS4 Pro version on a small screen. So when you're playing 2K18 on the Nintendo Switch as a portable device, it looks absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe that they were able to get this this much fidelity, this much uh, you know this many features of the game all crammed into this portable. Um, this portable version now obviously it's huge it's like 26 gigabytes it's a giant game but you know everything is there the commentary sounds sounds great the graphics look great um, it really looks good now when you do dock it and you hook it up to a 70 inch television you obviously see a pretty big difference but even then the graphics don't look terrible uh, you can look up on youtube there's some side by side comparison videos already popping up because of course people have to compare it to you know the big brothers right the uh, the ps4 pro the xbox one and one s um and it doesn't look terrible i mean it definitely there's some shaders and some some textures that seem to be uh definitely reduced on on obviously on the switch version it's it's a less powerful console but it doesn't look like eye-poppingly bad it doesn't look so terrible compared to what's on the the bigger systems and uh and you know like i said before you can't take those with you so i mean that's the sacrifice that you're willing to make and i'm really hoping that it sells at least as well as um you know something like mario kart 8 or zelda breath of the wild because if it sells well i think that it will be um, a big win for Nintendo in terms of getting um, continuing to get third-party support. This is basically the biggest third-party title to be released on the Switch up to this point, and they've done it with 100% of the content that's available on the console version. So the the, the neighborhood, um, you have all of the you know the, the career stuff going on, the story mode, and and obviously full seasons of of the NBA. So all the players are there, the likenesses are there, um, everything looks great, and it's and it plays well. The 30 frames per second is definitely noticeable it's not as good as 60 frames per second it took a little getting used to i'm still adjusting to the um the, the shot meter is a little bit off but it's definitely not broken and it, and it looks and plays great and so if i had to choose between buying the game for the ps4 where i can only play it you know at home or something that i can play anywhere or anytime and i can play in spite of using my television to me i think it's great and i think a lot of other people are going to also enjoy uh, having that freedom and flexibility to play it that way so hopefully this uh, opens the eyes to a lot of third-party developers as, as to what can be done on the nintendo switch because you know a lot of them up to this point have been saying uh, that they couldn't do certain things because the switch just isn't powerful enough but uh, i think this kind of proves that with the right effort and the right resources you can make the switch version of a game look as good as as it needs to on that smaller device and for the sacrifice of being able to have it be portable so let me know what you guys think would you buy the nba 2k 18 version for switch over ps4 call in or leave me a comment and let me know so what else what else um oh i know uh so i finished last of us so <laughs> which sounds silly to say because the game is old as hell but uh you know i i started last of us on the ps3 and i never got around to finishing i think i sold my ps3 and switched around versions of the ps3 or whatever and i lost all my saves so i kind of got demotivated 
And then I think the, the remastered edition came out for PS4. So I got that and I started it. And then when I upgraded from my PS4 to my PS4 Pro, I lost my game save again, I think, or possibly something else may have happened. And I just, I never got around to going back and, and finishing it. And then so much time went by that I felt like I was completely pulled out of the, the story and the experience. So I decided this last week that I was gonna start over from scratch and play through the whole experience the way it was meant to be played. And part of the reason why I wanted to do this was because I recently, after months of messing around with my, my Vizio TV, I finally got it to accept PS4 Pro and, uh, and um, Xbox One S gaming content as HDR. So I was able to, uh, basically with the Vizio TVs, you can go in and you can view um, in the system settings what the content that you're viewing, like what it is. Is it, two, is it uh, 1080p, 4K, HDR uh, 10, Dolby Vision, or it'll sometimes say HDR no if the content you're viewing is not HDR compatible. And for the longest time, even though my PS4 was showing that it was in HDR and that all the settings in each game were allowing me to access the settings that were specific to HDR content. Um, I, for whatever reason, the, the Vizio app was still saying HDR no. And it kind of always bothered me because I didn't know for sure. I mean, it looked like HDR, but I wasn't sure. And I finally got it to work. I don't know if it's due to one of the recent updates from Vizio or what, but now um, my Vizio M70D3 now shows HDR as HDR10 whenever I'm playing a game on PS4 Pro or Xbox One S that is HDR. And Last of Us was remastered um, again, or it was updated. The remastered version of Last of Us was updated to support 4K and HDR when the PS4 Pro came out. And so I updated it and then never really got back to playing the game. And so I finished it this week and it was awesome. The story is fantastic. Um, Naughty Dog has this incredible way of making uh, making you really emotionally invested in characters in a way that I really can't say that I've ever been in any other game. Um, it's it's they're just great storytellers and their their production quality and everything that goes into what they do is is really amazing. And uh, I really genuinely uh, felt felt uh, the pain in. I don't want to give away the end of the game, but there was a decision that had to be made by by one of the main characters at the end of the game, and uh, it just felt real. It felt real, and it. Uh, it was awesome. So I'm now really excited to, I'm playing through the um, expansion uh, content for it right now, Left Behind. And once I'm done with that, I should be pretty much ready for Last of Us 2. So I'm really looking forward to that more now than ever because now I see the potential for what some of the storylines, plot lines could be for Last of Us 2. So uh, that was uh, that was definitely worth playing through. If you haven't played through Last of Us and you have a PS4 or PS4 Pro, you definitely owe it to yourself to, to play through that game. And then finally, I've been finishing up my Essential Phone review, which I feel like I've been saying a lot lately, but there's been a lot of issues with the camera and things that uh, I knew they were planning on updating to, to continue to provide support and, and fix some of the little bugs. And they've had a couple of updates in the last week, and I think two updates actually came out over the weekend. And so they were supposed to have performance improvements and fixing some of the issues with the camera. So I wanted to give it time to, to really give them their best shot at trying to fix some of these nagging little issues. And I'm gonna do a couple of more camera tests and a few other things. But other than that, I should be pretty much ready to, to write up my review. And uh, I'll have that for you guys here. And I'll have that for you guys here probably either later this week or very early next week. I'm also doing a video um, review for that as well that'll be on my YouTube channel. So I'll leave a link to it when I do the, the podcast review here on 
Anchor FM. So um, yeah, so that's pretty much what happened with me for tech stuff over the weekend. Um, did you guys have anything interesting going on with tech? Did you buy any new tech toys, any new gadgets? Uh, do you have any questions about anything you bought? If you do, uh, just give me a call or leave me a comment and let me know.